Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of DMP for That's My Podcast. Today it is not just me, I have my friend Liz. Hi guys. <laughs> we just recently met and we decided to go ahead and collab. Um, she also has her own podcast. Yes. If you want, you can go ahead and tell them the name of your podcast, yes. where they can find you on everything. Yes. So my podcast is called Thoughts by Live. So on Instagram, it's at Thoughts by Live Podcast. And it's also on YouTube, Thoughts by Live. And on any podcast platform like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that. And it's really about like encouraging, supporting, and uplifting anyone and everyone who wants to listen. So, yeah, she just released an episode about its habits yeah. with people. Uh, yeah, habits to utilize when you want to let go of a specific person. There we go. Yes. And I know we all have that one person at least. So y'all should go ahead and tune in. Yes, definitely (laughs) listen to it. Yes. But today we actually like this topic got brought up whenever we first kind of met each other and we're just talking and it just kind of naturally this topic came up talking about fitting in. Yeah. And so that's pretty much what we wanted to get into today. Yes. Liv just got back from a smaller town in Canada. Yes, right. Did. I used to live so, there. Yes. Yes. Uh, For eight years, I lived there, and I felt like that's where like a lot of the trauma that I've had in my life happened. Because I feel like being in a small town, there's so many expectations on who you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. There are so many expectations. You're supposed to be this way. You're supposed to be that way. And if you're outside of that box, like there's a lot of judgment and a lot of like towards yourself that comes on because society's kind of telling you that's not how you should be and you feel really out of place yeah like that causes a lot of um issues with mental health too so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and trying to like find yourself i feel like it's difficult because yeah. it's like you're constantly thinking about what other people like yes. are trying to like how they're gonna view you or yes. like what they're gonna think or yeah. if this is like what they want you to be whatever yes. because yes. it's just everybody knows each other exactly exactly (laughs) and you get so caught up in like you can only be someone else if you're somewhere else like but here you Mm -hmm. have to be this way and i feel like that's why we're both so blessed that we move to a place like la it's a big city Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's so much room to grow and be like a hundred different things and everyone not everyone but most people support that here like they want you to do different things they want you to be different they want you to be who you are that's how i feel when i'm here very welcomed in the city yeah you know i yeah. feel like it's been hard for me to meet people here mm-hmm. um i feel like i've definitely clicked with a few people you being one of them yes and i yeah. think like it just randomly comes like mm-hmm. but i think that's the most important thing like one of the things that i remember i kind of wanted to touch on in this episode was just like not trying to force it yeah um yeah. And i feel like that's like a very big thing especially when you are in a big city because yeah. there's so many people so many yeah. and i think back home when you're living in a small town i feel like you kind of like at least for me like when i was growing up mm-hmm. um and like i would go to church and like there's like a smaller group of girls and we would all hang out together yeah. like, that was just like the thing yeah. like yeah. we didn't really have a choice like right. <laughs> and right. we just chill mm-hmm. and like we made it work and like i feel like i would probably still be like good friends with them to this day if like everything wouldn't have happened like with that issue right. but like I think that that's the biggest oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the biggest thing I feel whenever you're in this big city now is like mm-hmm. we have so many options of yes. people to hang out with and so yes. not like 
trying to force anything and like mm -hmm. force it to work like it's okay mm -hmm. like everybody has different preferences and interests right. that right. like if you don't click with the group like you don't necessarily have to put all that energy yeah. into trying to make it work or trying to yeah. do something that you're not yeah. because like you will find the group eventually it just takes time and yeah. i think that's like just a big thing focusing on quality yeah very quality. yes 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 i was gonna ask so that group mm -hmm. um within the church like did you feel like you had to be a part of that friend group like you felt like kind of pressured yeah yeah especially because like since i grew up super religious my yeah. parents didn't let me do anything like extracurricular with school right. and they didn't let me like hang out with people from school like yeah. outside of school yeah so like to me it was like that was like the group it was all that or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I definitely yeah, like yeah. we had drama it with it being like I think it was like seven girls. So it's like mm -hmm. there's drama between like, oh you're my best friend. No, you're my best friend. Right. You know that oh type gosh. of guys. Because yeah. like growing up, you know, it's whatever. Because we're all like really close in age, yeah. like within like three years. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I definitely felt like I had to. Pressure. Yes. Yeah. Did you feel like you had that? Like, yeah, I felt like there were certain like friend groups that I wanted to feel accepted by, mm -hmm. even though I really didn't click with them. And that's yes. not who I was. I wanted that to be who I was because I wanted them to like me. Like I had this whole thing where I felt like I wanted everyone to like me. And if they didn't, I was like, that was a problem for me. So yeah. I, I always took on like challenges with certain people, especially like my first situationship, my first like love. It's like, I definitely like, tried so hard to get them to like like love me back or appreciate me because it was such a challenge it just made me want to do it more and more and more mm -hmm. but and that's you like yourself yes, within that yeah so yeah. honestly it was like a lack of self-love like just wanting to feel accepted by everyone else because maybe i didn't understand myself yet you know like not understanding really who i am because there was always such this like big deal on being black or white especially in small towns yes. it's like you have to be if you're black, you have to be singing, where you have to be listening to this type of music. That's what makes you black. That's what it was. Literally. Yeah, yeah, like how you speak, like yeah. how are you presenting yourself? Yeah. Like, what are, yeah. Right. When sure. that's not it at all. That's not what makes you black. Okay? No. But to me, I feel like that's almost racist of people to say. Yeah. Because like, just like going off stereotypes, it's just right. like, okay, like I understand certain parts, like certain things are a part of the culture. Yes. But it's yes. like, you know, you don't have, not everybody looks the same, acts the same. Yes, like, exactly, exactly. So I was always called, like, white girl by the black group, and then it, within the, the white groups I was friends with, I was always, like, told I'm too black. Like, I've been, my friend, my white friends would say the N-word. Oh, my, my black gosh. friends would say, I'm like, since I'm not saying the N-word, I'm, like, not black. It's, like, so crazy. Like, yeah. that's the thing about small towns. Like, they define who you are based off of stereotypes. Yes. When you're in a big city like this, it's, like, there is no stereotype necessarily. You are who you are, and that's beautiful, period. End of the story. Period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. There's no pressure here. Like, I am who I am. Yes. That's, yeah, that's it. So, I wanted to piggyback off of that, mm -hmm. like, the stereotyping and everything like that, because I just feel like it's crazy that mm -hmm. every single, like, at least every mixed person that I have talked to has, like, had that story of, like, yeah. some somebody called you something where it's like, yeah. oh, you're, you're black on the outside, but white on the inside, yeah. or you're just like, I remember when I was working at um, Hollister, there's this one girl, and she was like, she literally said, I told her to get off her phone, because I was like, technically the manager, and it was just like, oh. she, she was on her phone yeah. at the front of the store, and it was just like, she was one of those people that, like, never worked anyway, so, yeah. so I was like, I, I wasn't being rude, I was just like, 
can you please get off your phone? I said it exactly like that. Yeah. Like, I don't really feel like it's that bad if I'm normally nice to you. Yeah. But she was like, she complained to the person above me yeah. and said that I was racist. Uh, she was black and she said yeah. that I was racist and the manager was like, how is she racist? Because she like is black. And she said, well, she, she doesn't act black. She's not black enough. And I was just like, okay, now here we go. I can't even. Yeah. I, I, I can't even. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. It's acting black, right? What is acting? Go ahead and tell me. Like, sis, go because ahead. Because there are so many different countries full of black people. Mm -hmm. There's Afro-Brazilians, there's Nigerian, there's Ethiopians, there's, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. African-Americans, we all have our own different cultures. Like, I'm half Jamaican, and personally, like, being an islander, it's a completely different culture than being african-american yes yeah very different and i feel like it's the same with like every race too like even like white people we separate them into like you know yeah. things like what jews italians yeah. like all of that jazz too so it's yeah. just like it's this type of same thing like yeah. i don't know man yes but yeah. i wanted to go off from there talking about code switching yeah because this is like a topic which like i don't feel like a lot of people talk about but it's just like yeah. i feel like that comes naturally where, especially growing up in a small town, where it's yes. just like, you feel, like you said, like you took it as a challenge yeah. to be what the other person wanted or needed. Yes. And so it's like, yes. I feel like that like goes into code switching and doing that with different types of groups. Yes. So I don't know if you have yes. any stories, if you, what's your perspective on that? I do, I do have some stories on that. First off, I did take a class at Spelman and it was about like the psychology of women. And a lot of it, was about women in the workplace and there was a lot of talk on how you have to code switch when you're in the workplace like a lot of women in business straighten their hair yes. and they speak in a different tone and can't really use slang that's not seen as professional and honestly but yeah that kind of brought me back to like high school like i would definitely code switch like i'd have my white friends i'd have my black friends and honestly around both groups i felt like i kind of had to put out this different character for sure because i wanted to be approved by both or whatever mm -hmm. And so, with my white group, I guess I would be more quiet. Actually, I was pretty quiet around both groups, but I think it's because I was so in my head about, like, not feeling like I fit in. I was just yeah. like... You were kind of thinking about thinking. whatever you were saying. Exactly. Yeah. I was overthinking, and, you know, I would get a lot of people telling me what I should be and what I should not be. So, a lot of the time, I just... I didn't feel comfortable, like, being my full self around any of the friend groups I hung around. But then, honestly, recently, like, it happened after I got out of high school, after I stopped hanging out with people that, like, I didn't really click with, but I just felt like I had to click with. Mm -hmm. That's when I really started to be who I am. Like, and I feel like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, I feel like I don't really fit into any, like, stereotype. Like, I'm kind of just lived. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's just who I am. Sometimes people can't see me as, like, maybe talking black. Like, my, my sister, like, she, I, I moved to Atlanta. Yeah, And she kind of was like, oh, like, you talk different now. And then my friend Omari was like, oh, you've got more swag now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, like, honestly, it's like, but it feels natural. Like, yeah, I know everything yeah. I'm doing now feels natural. So if they say that, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But, like, it doesn't feel forced. I just yeah. feel like who I am. Yeah, so. I think that's another big thing too. Is like mm -hmm. sometimes I think that's how you can figure out who are the real ones. Too, yeah, is like based yeah. off of like when you change. Yeah, like what do they? How do they react? Yeah, to? not that like you have to accept everybody. Ex yeah. like to a certain extent. Yeah, like, there's a line, but like not that you have to necessarily be friends with everybody even after they change. But yeah. I think that like shows 
who you have in your circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like mm -hmm. I remember when I was like trying to remember to like set boundaries and not mm -hmm. to say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And like my friends back home, they're like, okay, so like, is it because you got a man? Is it because like why? Because I'm yeah, myself. Too. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, okay, so it's all like you know, it's all JJ's fault or whatever. And it was like. You know, not that there's like that wasn't any type of shade to them, but it was just like kind of like okay, they said I was acting different, and it was yeah. like just because I was trying to actually be more of me and yeah. figure out more of who I actually am versus just yeah. letting everybody else shape me. Yes, and that's what I've noticed. Like you can never go wrong with being authentically yourself because you attract the type of people that are supposed to be in your life no matter what. That is why, like, I definitely feel like my circle is a lot smaller now because when you're authentically yourself, you know where you feel the best, where you feel like you can be completely yourself, and you don't want to trade that for anything. Yes. You don't want to trade that for anything. You don't want to go back to hiding. You don't want to go back to being in your shell, acting like someone you're not. You love this new life where it's like you're authentically yourself, and that's all That's all you need. Yes. I, yeah. Period. Yeah. I, feel, <laughs> I feel like every type of relationship shapes you, and I think I saw that on like Jay Shetty recently, too, where it's like, yeah. um, yes, uh, and it was just kind of like something like, every relationship shapes you like they either like show you a new part of yourself or yeah. they show you like in the future what you don't want or yeah. what you are looking for and so i feel like that's like a big thing i don't know that was like kind of random but no that's <laughs> no that's a huge thing that's really a huge thing yes. i feel like it shapes the quality of your life mm -hmm. when you do that because you're just surrounded by a circle who really loves you for you mm -hmm. Pretty much the next thing that I kind of wanted to talk about with like fitting in is I am the youngest of four mm. and I feel like growing up and like even I just talked to JJ about this like the other day where I felt like with my oldest brother I always really looked up to him and like yeah. he's kind of the one that helped me get into the tech like industry and stuff like that or mm. at least gave me like the tools yeah. to get into it and so I feel like um like I was trying to do stuff because of his like his role modeling mm. and stuff like that and like mm -hmm. what he like any type of like guidance that he gave me I felt like I had to take it and like wow. same with my other siblings like mm -hmm. I felt like anytime my sister would like get whatever she would get into like a hobby wise I would try to right. get into and yeah. like so she was drawing I was drawing like yeah and just all that and so like I it was kind of something that I thought about whenever I was thinking about like just the topic of this podcast episode because like I never really thought about that too much beforehand yeah but I feel like that can happen a lot with like just your family in general yeah. what they like what they expect from you yeah. and then also yeah. when you're young you just don't really have as much to go off of especially yeah. you know like we said like growing up in a small town you don't have like that uh, like availability of like seeing what everybody else is doing yes and so I felt like I always followed my siblings yeah. and I didn't really feel like I had other options until like I started expanding my horizons by meeting new people yes so yes yeah i feel like that's a struggle yeah no i get that and honestly i'm on the opposite spectrum of you i'm the older sister so honestly my sister and i butt heads like crazy mm -hmm. and i don't think she's ever looked up to me the way that you look up to your brother really? so what's the gap in age She's 18, and I'm 21, so it's like three and a half. Four. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm 23, and yeah. my brother is 34. Okay, so, so that's, a, that's a different yeah. That's a different gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does your brother know that you look up to him like that? I don't know, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. I think I've tried to express it, but 
our family has always had this like super weird dynamic. I feel yeah. like everything is unsaid. Yeah. Like, I literally talked to them yeah. about it when I moved here. I was like, y'all, we need to start talking about how we actually feel about each other and like Thank what we're, yes, like Thank what you. we're actually thinking. Cause Thank I you. like told my parents, like when I was on the phone with them one day, I was like, I feel like we've always just like walked like on eggshells around each other mm-hmm. and we're family. Why are we doing yes, that? Like, right. so I have tried like to talk to them about it, but honestly, recently we had like, like a falling out, but I stayed at his place and um with jj and i was supposed to like feed his fish and feed his cat and everything and let the record state like everything all were alive everything was fine but like he kind of like it wasn't completely up to his standards mm-hmm. and like he came home and he had like a rough trip or whatever but like he yeah. came home and kind of like really went off on me for everything yeah. and like not being up to his standards and stuff like that like and it was immediate like and we hadn't seen each other and like literally like almost a year wow and so it was just kind of like crazy it actually had been like exactly a year so i was like it was like the first time that i felt like we really like got to talk for a long time yeah and so i was like that's pretty crazy so i kind of lost a little bit of like you know like that role model-esque vibe from him after that scenario also he's been through a lot so it's like i don't hold anything against him it's just kind of changed my viewpoint but yeah i think he knows how much i love him and that i've tried to do stuff to follow him yeah but i think now i'm trying to veer off of that though because yeah. like now i'm realizing like and now i'm in the tech industry i'm like great i have a salary position this is great it can help support me to do the things that i actually want right, to do right, <laughs> instead right. of like whenever i was there I, and he was trying to talk to me about like next steps of like if i needed to make more money and stuff like that and he was mm-hmm. like you know get the certification learn this coding language and i was like actually i really don't want to do that but i did yeah. feel i felt nervous to yeah. tell him yeah. i felt like i was gonna like let him down if i said that or like right. Right. think that he would think that i was maybe judging him or something i don't know yeah yeah and i feel like that was like needed in a certain point of your life to bring you to where you are now so yes. Yeah, it's okay that that it's not at that place anymore because not everything's going to stay at the same place like things are ever evolving so i think it's okay that you feel differently about it now and i kind of wanted to bring it back to when you were talking about family mm-hmm. like being on eggshells around each other no one really wanted to express how they feel yeah i really felt you on that when you said that and that's kind of something that makes me feel like i don't fit in with my family mm-hmm. because i feel like i can never say what i feel around my family yeah. without them freaking out or without them thinking i'm weird or i'm too sensitive or whatever whatever that's something i actually still to this day feel like, when I went to Canada to visit my family, there were moments where I didn't really agree with what was going on, and I kind of felt out of place, and I kind of felt odd about what was going on. But I didn't feel like I could say that, because uh, they would have gotten upset at me. And, yeah, that's something definitely with my sister. Like, when there's an issue, I want to talk about it, and she doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, that, and then, yeah, so that kind of makes me feel... Yeah, does she, like, say that you're sensitive for being like that? Yes. Oh, I yeah. hate that. Ugh. <laughs> That's such a struggle. Yeah. I definitely understand where you're coming from. And mm-hmm. I feel like that, like, just comes from, like, a thing, too. It's, like, a lot of people think blood means, like, everything. And I feel like I have always kind of disagreed on that topic. Not that I yeah. don't love my family. But, yeah. like, I think just because they are your family doesn't mean that you have to be like them or that mm-hmm. you have to, like, mm-hmm. even that you have to, like, fit in. Obviously, it's, like, yeah. something that's, like, in, ingrained in us. Yeah. But it's, like, almost, like... I don't know. It's like, I think um, me and JJ have kind of talked about this before in the past, too. It was just like, we've always felt like we kind of were different, like stood out 
and kind of well on a yes. different path from our yes. family. So I'm sure that's yeah. probably how you kind of feel. Especially exactly. you talked about doing this kind of stuff with yeah. your mom. Like she is yeah. supportive, but she also doesn't really get it. She doesn't get it at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. She's also from a different generation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'm always like the one saying, Mom, everything's going to be okay. And she's like, everything's shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so yeah. different. Like, I really try to see, like, the faith in things, and I try to help her see that, and there's, like, yeah, kind of, like, a difference with that. But overall, I feel like my mom is definitely the one I'm closest to in my whole family, because um, she's tried to understand me, and we've definitely been through a lot together. But yeah, I definitely feel like it's hard when you don't feel like you fit in with your family, and then you go outside your family, and then you also don't feel like you're fitting in. Yeah, you're like, like something wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I feel like, throughout high school like I was really depressed yeah. and I feel like it's because I'd come home and I'd feel like out of place and then I would go to school and I'd feel out of place and I'd go there and I'd feel out of place dance class I'd feel out of place you uh, know it's like everywhere I went I would be like feeling like a lost soul yeah you're and, like where do I go right like, yeah right and then it's when you get out of high school that you really explore yourself and you're able to communicate better and then mm-hmm. that's when you can find like who you are and know where you your best yeah you know what i mean so yeah. no i totally understand yeah. that i yeah. feel like people talk a lot about how um like the 20s is really difficult mm. and i get it yeah because well at least like now being like 23 and then like being around jj he's older i've always been around older people like yes. pretty much throughout my whole life i've always been like the youngest so yeah. i've seen people go through the struggles but like low-key like thinking mm. back i really do feel like that that middle school high school phase is the hardest part of your life and they always say try to enjoy it you're youth and everything mm-hmm, like that and it's like mm-hmm. but you have no for some reason you they act like you have all the independence when you have no independence mm-hmm. they act like you know like or we feel like we know everything but we yeah. really know nothing yeah. and it's just like there's so many options but no one tells us all the options so right. it's just like i don't know there's just so many different things where i feel like those like tweens into mm-hmm. the teens like yes. i feel like those, those yes, are really yes, like yes. The hardest points of life yeah. because it's just like you don't know who you are and yeah like you said it's just like okay you feel if that happens to you and you're in a scenario yeah. like that you just feel alone and then yeah. you don't know if that's how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. or if you'll ever get out of it right and something i've learned is like i feel like it's there's no supposed to be like everyone makes you feel like it's supposed to be this way yes. and it's supposed to be that way but there is no supposed to be. There's Preach. literally no, no supposed to be. It's yes. what it is for you individually. So, yeah. yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's cool. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I saw that when I first met you. Like, I love that. You're Thank like you. a what up, whatever person. Like, what yeah. Up, what is. Yeah. Funny enough, I'm not really, but I try to be. That's why I got it. Oh, well, yeah. And then, like, I saw that one, too. Oh, like that, and yes. And I was like, that just gives off like that. <laughs> yes. And my, like, lover one's all
food for thoughts, you know? Yes. And moral of the story, be who you want to be, be what feels good, and surround yourself around people that also accept and love that. Mm-hmm. Who you feel like you can be 100% yourself around. That is so important. So important. Yes. And I think, like, a part of getting into that is, like you said, like, figure out who you are and yeah. loving yourself. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say is the RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, how they yeah. always like, how are you going to love yourself? Like, what is it? Oh, my What's God. The... I know he used to say it. I forgot yes. how Oh, my gosh. I'm going to try to think of it. Okay. So, <laughs> figure it out. It's, okay. If you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Period. That's on period. So, it goes with everybody. You know, yeah. like, and even, like, thinking about, like, if someone has made fun of you in the past and you've said that you don't fit in, maybe they don't even love themselves. And so, that's not even something that you should worry about. Not so, personal. You know, mm-hmm. exactly, not personal. Mm-hmm. So love yourself. And I saw this thing on another podcaster's mm-hmm. Instagram. I'm just shouting everybody out. But um, uh, another podcaster, and she said, love yourself enough to wear someone else's presence or their yes. non-presence. Absence, yeah. yeah. Yeah, their absence. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen this. It's Sundays. Yeah. So, Sundays, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Sundays KK or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, love yourself so someone else's presence or absence won't affect your peace. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good point. Like, you know, even when it comes to, like, fitting in, it's really all about how you feel about yourself internally versus sure. anything else. And I think that's where it stems from. So, yeah. Love yourself, everybody. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a strong message. Yes. But thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you. Yes, it's been amazing. We had a whole other conversation off, like, recording, and we're like, man, why didn't we film it? Yeah, the one time we didn't have, like, the cameras on us, because we've had every little one's, like, set up now. It's been a cool set. Lip has shown me the ways. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, thank you so much for taking the time, and everybody go check out her podcast, Thoughts by Liv, Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next time.